Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Calmly Create Wealth podcast, Small Caps Edition. My name is Marcel Mares, and I'm a portfolio strategist for CI Global Asset Management. Today on the podcast, we have Jordan McNamee. He's a lead portfolio manager for the Cambridge Global Smaller Companies Fund. We're excited to have Jordan on the podcast because he'll share with us some great news. He'll talk about the new CGAM small mid-cap team as part of firm's strategic initiative to modernize the CI Global Asset Management segment. For those less familiar, as of last week, we've integrated the former Cambridge small cap and former Century small cap teams together. The new CGAN small mid-cap team will be headed by an award-winning industry veteran, Aubrey Hearn. Aubrey has a phenomenal track record in this space. He's managed the Century small mid-cap income fund since 2005 throughout volatile markets, and he's delivered an investment growth of 500 plus percent, a value add of 400 percent above the Canadian-focused small mid-cap equity category as at end of March. Also, that fund is the number one fund, the best-performing fund in the category since inception. It has returned 12.5% versus 5.9% for the category on an annualized basis. And so the immediate benefits of the team's integration include additional research resources to both teams and more formal cross-pollination of ideas across Canadian, U.S., and global small-cap teams. Also, we're sad to announce the departure of Greg Dean. We appreciate Greg's efforts and contributions to the success of the Cambridge Small Cap franchise over the years, and we wish him all the best in future endeavors. We want to assure you that Greg is passing the torch to a very capable and talented team at CGAN, which brings us to Jordan. Jordan has worked closely with Greg Dean for over seven years, contributing to many of the top contributing ideas, which have delivered top quartile performance and he's eager and ready to take over the torch. Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Congratulations on the promotion. Can you introduce yourself and tell us how you have progressed within the organization over the years and how is the small mid-cap team coming together? Sure, sure. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Marcel. Um, so, I, so I've been working at CI since 2014, where I started out as a global tech, media, and telecom analyst, picking stocks for the, for the lineup of Cambridge Mandates. It was, a, it was actually a really great start, uh, a great spot to start for me because Brandon, Greg, Steve, and Bob, who were the principals at the time, none of them actually had tech backgrounds. So it really allowed me to address the space with a uh, first principles approach. And, and as, as you likely know, and many people know, looking into the technology space can be uh, quite confusing and you can have a lot of businesses that are unprofitable. And, and in theory, someone could think that they... Uh, are, are worth nothing because they don't make any, any money. But from having to kind of spend time figuring out that space, you come to this conclusion that, uh, that that's in fact the opposite of the case. And so um, doing that for the, for the last, or from 2014 to 2019, really made me understand this element of unit economics and the importance of unit economics to uncovering the value driver of a business. Um, and, and while doing this, I really then developed a close relationship with with Greg uh, Dean, given that there was a lot of more growth oriented companies within the small cap space, which was the mandate that he was taking over at the time. So in 2019, Greg and I married, so to speak, and teamed up on the global small cap strategy, which made me officially a generalist uh, focused on small caps, which was which was a lot of fun. And I, and I, and I took the same unit economics focused approach to technology, to industrials, healthcare, financials, every sector, I was able to apply the same approach to be able to really look at uh, businesses from a fundamental perspective to find the best capital allocators 
across all sectors. And so, yeah, from 2019 to 2020, I was uh, an analyst on the on the mandate, and then in 2020, I became a associate portfolio manager, and then here we are today, um, taking over the strategy as lead PM. So I'm super excited about it. And uh, in terms of the integration with CGAM, it's it's going to be great because of the fact that I have so many more colleagues to collaborate with, particularly in the U.S. Since the Century team has been uh, singularly focused on the North American small cap arena on our team before I was the, the U S domain expertise and, and our other analysts were, uh, in Europe as well as APAC. And so now, uh, not only am I looking into different regions, but now I have the five plus members of the century team to lean on for, for incremental ideas within the, the North American universe, which is over 50% of our, our addressable universe. So I'm, I'm really excited about that, uh, that integration, and I see a lot of synergy potential there. That's great, Jordan. Um, as a portfolio manager, as a lead portfolio manager for the Cambridge Global Smaller Companies Fund, what should investors expect from you going forward? Uh, they should expect that I'm going to do the same thing that uh, we have been doing for the last uh, several years, which is focusing our time on finding phenomenal management teams that are attacking growing markets and gaining share in those markets and have a proven track record of creating shareholder value. Um, so, so really nothing's changed from the mission of the fund, which is just finding the best people that are going after uh, the best opportunities. That's great. So, so no change from your perspective, continuation on of, of what you've been doing for, for many years. Next question, why is now the time to buy the fund? Can you share your outlook, your fund positioning and, and a few names that you like going forward? Yeah, so I'm very excited about our opportunities currently. And if we look to 2020 as a year that was great for bottom-up stock picking because of how much change and uncertainty there was due to the pandemic and all, all businesses effectively having to shut down, I think that a similar level of uncertainty is happening in 2021 where companies are getting bucketed into these buckets of, are they a COVID beneficiary? Are they a reopening play? And I'm seeing some businesses that are getting bucketed in the wrong classification. And so people who are selling their COVID beneficiaries might be selling a business that's actually having accelerating fundamentals, which is to us uh, viewed as, a, as an exceptional opportunity. And so a few of those companies that we're seeing uh, today, uh, one of them being Asana. So they are based in the US. Uh, it's a collaborative work management software tool that helps teams collaborate and organize work. Uh, they are a leader within their sector and have been growing at a rapid clip since its founding in, in 2008. Uh, the very interesting thing about this business is that they were not a COVID beneficiary last year. They were actually hurt by the pandemic because of a lot of businesses slowing down their, their rollout of their software. And yet the business is selling off today as if they were a beneficiary. And they're actually going to be experiencing accelerating growth dynamics in the future. That's a business that's run by a founder who owns over 20% of the company. They are a leader within their space and they have some really attractive secular growth opportunities they're capturing. Another company we're really excited about is Just Eat Takeaway. They are one of the largest food delivery companies in the world and have dominant positions within the UK, Germany, and the Netherlands. Uh, they actually also own Skip the Dishes, which is uh, a leading player within, within Canada that, that uh, listeners may be aware of. So this business has gone through a significant transformation over the last several years as they've gone from just being in the Netherlands 
uh, Germany and some of the Eastern European countries to merging with Just Eat and now merging with Grubhub again this year. These mergers are partial turnarounds. Uh, so fixing effectively some mistakes that previous management team has made. And the initial progress on this turnaround is, is very bullish. Today, people are uh, very fearful of the investments that this business needs to make to be a leader, but they already are a leader in the majority of their European countries. And so we see tremendous value there uh, and are very excited about the opportunity for that company. And then lastly, I would just point to this little Swedish company uh, called Installco that has been uh, an acquisition-led strategy of acquiring uh, HVAC operators, uh, installation, HVAC installation companies within, uh, within Sweden and Norway. And they've been doing this for the last seven years or so, uh, rolling up this industry within, within the Nordics. And they now are branching out into areas that aren't just HVAC, into security installation and different marine product installations. And uh, they've just been an exceptional acquirer of businesses. It's led by a chairman who owns 10% of the company and has really uh, painted the vision for the company. Uh, and we're really excited about their capital deployment opportunities and see, see a, a very bright future for the business. That's great. Jordan, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your insights about the new team, the new small cap team coming together and the Cambridge Global Smaller Companies Fund. And we're excited about this uh, new initiative. For the listeners, if you want to know more about CI Small Mid-Cap Funds, check out CI.com. Join us next week for another update on CGAM Funds. Thank you and have a great day. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.